What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opry ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. Man, I'm excited for the dating corner. Oh, there he goes. He's gone. We do have to talk about that Double shirt. Checking. Why this shirt? Well, because I saw it close up and I changed my mind about it. Oh, really? Yeah, I like it. I think it looks good. Oh. Yeah, I think you're well-dressed. Okay. Thank you. What? Why, why'd you... There's, I thought you were like, we have to talk about that shirt. Like, it is not flattering. No. It's like, oh, okay. No, yeah, I like it. It sounded like it sounded like criticism was coming, but it's not. No, that's what, you remember last week when you were like, oh, you got a haircut. And I was like, thanks. And then you said, I didn't say it looked good. I was trying to do the opposite. Oh. The opposite where I was like, yeah, we got to talk about that shirt. And you were like, what's wrong with it? I was like, nothing. It looks good. I was trying no, that's to... just, that's just a, that's just a dad joke yeah. that, or like a, like a boomer joke. Someone's like, oh, you got a new haircut. You're like, yeah, thanks. Oh, I didn't say I liked it. Boom, boomer. <laughs> Man, what are we going to do? Are we just going to forever call old people boomers? Is that just going to be what happens? I guess. I mean, the the generation thing can't last, no, you know? Like no, there's no way. This hyper hyper generational where and young people millennials, like that's just what it's going to be forever because like generational awareness is a very recent thing, Yeah, you know? Well, it's only been recently that culture has shifted so quickly that there is discernible differences in generations. So at a certain yeah. point, it'll slow down. But when did we start naming them? Because we're on alpha now. When was sociology invented? Oh, gosh, like 20 years ago. Right. So there you go. Like 20 years ago. Oh, man. You know, they should invent a sociology of dating, and then I should be in charge of it, and then everyone should have to pay me annual residuals to talk about it. We should start a $500 dating grift. No joke. I think... If we started like a dating, not coaching, but like a, maybe coaching and marketed it instead of like, here's an app where you can meet women, but like, Hey, here's a, here are guys that will help you conquer the things that make you undateable. And it's only $50 a session. First session's free. Minimum commitment. Three free, months. Con- free consultation. Free consultation. I don't know. It's a good idea. I'm just saying. I There's, am just saying. We could sell. We could sell a lot of things. An ebook. Maybe? I don't know if that's the thing we want to sell. No, but what else would we, we? What else could we sell? I don't think we have anything else. You can't sell comedy. You just have to do comedy. So we have to come up yeah. with something else to sell. You know. I know. I know. Yeah. Anyway. All right. You ready to solve some people's problems? No. <laughs> why really? does it, Why doesn't anybody have a podcast for my problems? They do. It's called uh, the yard. The yard, so the yard actually is... causes more problems than it solves for oh, me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. Half of them might be blocked on Twitter now. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. They were arguing about Catholicism this week. Oh, gosh. <laughs> they were, really? Because Ludwig was like, no, Catholicism is not the oldest branch of Christianity. It's just the biggest and most important. And Aiden was like, no, it's literally the oldest. Like it was the first one. That's its whole thing. And then Simon was like, "Aiden's right, but also Ludwig's right." And Nick's like, "I don't know what's going on." And it was just, it was a 
it that's was, really funny. It was really frustrating to listen to and be like, "Come on, guys." So. It was funny to hear. I was I had a similar experience when talking when when listening to uh, Alex Ramosi on the Ice Coffee Hour. Mm-hmm. They were talking about education, and they were just like, "Yeah, like I feel like people just need to learn like math and English, and like that's really all you need to like succeed." And like we teach like basic skills, like. SEO marketing and Photoshop. And I was like, you guys are so silly. Yeah. That's so silly. You guys are wrapped up in your own world there. I know. It's like, this is how you make money, but it's not how every, everyone. like if everyone in the world did this, yeah. it would make no sense. If everyone in the world is an SEO marketer, like how would that work? How would that function? How everyone, would you go to the bathroom? You don't, have a, you don't have a marketing, toilet. Marketing to themselves. Yeah. Uh, You came to the right place, you ding dong. It's called communication, baby. <laughs> Welcome to Dr. Ethan's Dating Corner, my favorite episode of the Crunch Weekly because I have to do the least amount of legwork. My name is Nurse Patrick. My name is Dr. Ethan. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when, of course, when it comes Patrick, to prepping the questions, I have to do some sure, light work, but sure. you're the one who has to give all the diagnoses. I do diagnose. I do. I yeah. am kind of like a Johnny Appleseed of dating where I'm kind of traversing yeah. the country and scattering my seed all over. <laughs> <laughs> While you wear a little, little copper pot. Yeah. Oh, dude. Can we talk about Christopher West for a second? Sure. <laughs> So, do you remember this from Guys Talks? Did you ever hear this little speaking about speaking of seed? Christopher West is a Catholic um, chastity speaker that Patrick and I heard about. Uh, yeah, heard talk many times growing up. Christopher West he he was very big on theology of the body, so he read theology of the body. And he's like, this is amazing. I got to tell everyone about this. And so he wrote uh, a a book that's like theology of the body for beginners. Then he wrote like a compendium, like a like an uh, a companion book for the theology of the body mm-hmm. anyway there's a latin phrase called the man of one book okay okay yeah. thomas aquinas said beware the man of one book what thomas aquinas meant was don't get into a debate about a guy who only reads one book because that guy's going to destroy you with that book he knows everything about it mm-hmm. but it's kind of morphed into like beware the guy who only learns from one person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the phrase is uh, a man of one book, homo unus libri. And let me tell you, Christopher West puts the homo in homo unus libri. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Sorry, is that not a funny joke for the podcast? <laughs> I, I mean, I just don't know what the implication is. It is Pride Month still. You're sneaking in at the end. What's... Sneaking right at the end. You're saying uh, he's a but... gay man. I don't know. I'm just kidding. But he, he, Christopher, Chris, Chris, come here. Listen, tilt it close. I need you to understand. I need you to understand what it sounds like to other people. Come on, homo with my unus. When you, when you, uh, when you, as a, as a man, Mm. go to (laughs) men's talk, I understand that you're like, wow, the body is beautiful. And like, it has so many like theological metaphors tied up in it. He says and things like, like the face is the genitals of the soul. And you're like, what are you saying, bro? Whoa. <laughs> Gross, dude. This is like, I understand that you think that the genitals are a beautiful thing, yeah. but we're not there. Yeah. Like, that's not like what people. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. like, so you got to understand that, like, maybe in Eden, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. But here it doesn't. And he said one thing about, um, about how, uh, the, the word, the word for semen and the word for seminary come from the same Latin root, which is seed. Now in seminary, it's because the seeds of education are being planted. Right. That's why. But he's like, yeah, seminary, you're learning how to inseminate the church. And I was like, hey, buddy. Hey, man. Read the room. Stop that. Because that put a that, big old halt right there. Because that did happen in the in the in the late sixties to probably the early nineties. There were Let's there was lots talking of about sex insemination yeah. happening in the church from people who were in seminaries. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think he's got I, I, this is like the only thing I'll say about it. I think he's got it backwards. He's like, Yeah, we learn about sex and we can like learn things about the church from marriage. And that's backwards. The church and celibacy reveals what marriage actually is. And then heaven reveals, like what we know about heaven reveals how, reveals what it means to be celibate. And then what we know about the celibates is how, like what we learn about marriage, right? Because like in marriage, it's easy to fixate on sex, but really the, the key of marriage is like this giving, selfless giving, right? And it's like, that's why celibacy exists is to reveal to marriage what marriage is supposed to be sexual relationships the se- the sexual relationship does not reveal anything about celibacy that celibacy doesn't already know about itself it's like it's like saying that a kid reveals to a parent what it means to be a parent it's like that's not really true you know a kid doesn't know anything about being a parent i don't know does that make sense yeah it does i think i think christopher west misunderstands the theology of the body he's too focused on sex Man. not about sex bold local podcaster owns man with doctorate degree <laughs> he doesn't have a doctorate he's got he's written a book fine so have i that 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 a dollar fifty will get you a candy bar all right okay <laughs> who hasn't written a book about theology of the body nowadays Jeez, me oh yeah i guess ethan you're behind everyone else has yeah but it's just i mean i don't know christopher west christopher west read a read theology of the body and it was like wow this is amazing and i just think that i just think that he just doesn't do it justice you know it's not about you just he why do you need to talk to priests about sex they don't need to know about it they don't they don't have any frame of reference for sex they haven't had it I, hopefully i don't have a dog in this fight i think christopher west is great and if I, I really don't, i don't care yeah but it's i mean maybe i'm coming down i'm coming too hard on him you but are, it's like you are I, coming I heard pretty that hard phrase on, on this guy's i, get, yeah, I hope he doesn't church. hear this sorry yeah. buddy <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Actually, now now that we're now that we're publishers at the same uh, publishing house, I should probably be nicer to him. But, uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I just think I think that I I can't believe that he's still saying it twenty years later. I guess is what I'm saying. Like that's just too much, you know. Probably because people are listening and they're they're asking for more of what he's saying because it's helping them. I would say the face is the genitals of the soul, Ethan. I did say that. You said that yourself. Yeah, because I, I thought it was funny. Because I thought we were doing jokes. It is funny. I didn't know I walked into a, a roast session. Sorry, I didn't mean to come down too hard on him. I, I should have just stuck to roasting. You can cut that out if you'd like. No, it's okay. But... I don't like to edit the podcast. <laughs> I didn't mean to come. I'm like, yes, you're right. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be so harsh. Christopher West is doing good. You know, if it wasn't for him, we probably wouldn't know. But the Theology of the Body Institute logo looks like a vagina. And that's a problem. That's funny. No, that's that's the these are the issues that we do need to get into because that's funny. Hold on, I think we've talked about, we've talked about this on the podcast before. 
Did they do it on purpose? Images. I just need to know. I just want to know. Ooh. They had to have. They had to have. There's no way. There's no way they don't know. But also, to be fair, like I saw a podcast logo recently that was like in reference to, I think I sent this to you, like the uh, the fruit in the um, the pears in the confessions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. there's two of them and they're hanging kind of close together and one's bigger than the other. And it's just like, man, come on. Like I know that not everybody mm-hmm. is, was raised in the hypersexual meme culture that you and I grew up in, but it's like you got to run it by like a 17-year-old before you, gotta you post like, it. Yeah. Just like, hey, does this... Does this look like any sexual organs? No, it doesn't look like any of them. Awesome. I'm going to keep moving forward. Well, the thing with it is there's only two. So, like, you should know generally there's only two sexual organs. So, you should just generally know what what shapes make those. You know what I mean? You're, you're only rocking two over there? I only have two. <laughs> Maybe this is Personally. why Patrick doesn't understand the theology of the body. He's missing the other three. <laughs> he doesn't have three sexual organs. I, I don't have time to. Explain Ethan all said trans. Ethan, Ethan, Ethan said trans rights. I did not say that. I'm not, this has nothing to do with the trans issue. This has, has everything to do with you missing out. <laughs> <laughs> Can we answer some okay, dating questions? I don't want to talk about. Yeah, sex sorry, Christopher. Sorry, Christopher West. Sorry, Christopher West. I, I, you're, you're good at what you do. Yeah. He's going to listen to this and he's going to cancel you. He's going to tweet about you. I always try to make sure that if we talk about someone that I, I speak about them in a way that I would be okay with them hearing. Cause you never know who listens to the podcast. That's true. You do never know. And there could be people who need dating help that are listening to the podcast. Oh, I'm pulled. So you want me to pull, you want me to ask this question? Let's do it. I'm ready. Okay. Hello, Dr. Ethan and Pharmacist Patrick. I've been demoted. Longtime listener, first-time caller to the Dating Corner. Please keep this anonymous. I'm not writing for myself, but I'm writing for my friend. Let's call her Eunice. <laughs> Eunice. First of all, ditch the name. That's yeah, my advice. First piece of advice, Twenty. head down to the, to the office and uh, get that old... Yeah, get that changed. Yeah. Eunice is a 25-year-old female devout Catholic teacher and godmother of my youngest daughter. We've been friends for five years. She's never seriously dated anyone in that time period, despite really wanting to get married. Over the last year, she's developed a pretty big crush on my younger brother. Let's call him a Darnell, who is 20 years old. Eunice and Darnell, a match made in heaven. (laughs) A match made in 1896. Two two names (laughs) of people that don't exist. (laughs) Darnell lives two hours away, okay. is going to school and getting a Parks and Rec degree. He's also a practicing Catholic. Eunice is nervous to say anything because of the age and distance gap and potential drama within our family. We've tried to introduce her to some of my other brother friends, brother brother's friends from the Latin mass community, one of the most oppressed communities. Mm. But she seems apprehensive and conflicted. Wait, they should get a flag. We should make a flag for the Latin mass community. Yeah. What would it say? The LGBTLM plus community lgbtlm yeah lgbtlm yeah i don't think that would go over well what if we what if it was a flag but it was just a picture of father chad ripperger (laughs) i think people would like that stepping on a snake saying don't tread on me." stepping on a snake saying exercise demons from your wife even though there's it's questionable as to whether or not you have that authority what? Yeah. 
No, yeah. he didn't say this that. This whole thing is like you're the spiritual head of the household, so you need to exercise the demons from your family, from your kids, and from your wife. Sure, but like the demons aren't a part of your household. I'm just saying what I'm, okay. what he's saying. Be careful. Okay. <laughs> That's all I got to say. What should she do? Make a move on my brother? Does she need more of an effort to beat Catholic guys in other communities? Please give us your diagnosis, doctor. P.S. Love the pod. Bring back the Google voicemail. <laughs> People want us to go backwards. I'm only going forwards. I'm, I'm not going backwards anymore. Uh, how old's the brother? She's 25. How old is he? He's in college. He's 20. He's 20? He's 20. Okay. That's not that crazy. Um, no. Does the brother like her? I feel like we're missing a key component here. Like, she has this huge crush, but that is only half of the equation, right? Yeah. Do they talk? Like, I don't know. I mean, I would need to know more about her relationship with this brother. Well, it seems like it seems like he thinks they're compatible. If he's like, if the question is, hey, should I... Should I like say something? Should she make a move on him? I don't know. Maybe you should like suggest it to your brother. Hey, have you ever like when he's back in town? Like, hey, what do you think about Eunice? I think about Eunice. And then Darnell? when you find, look, if you're trying to match make, you got to gather as much information as possible. I know this was like taboo when we were in high school, but trust me, it works. You want to get as much information as possible, and then if they both like each other, then you got to get them together. Mm-hmm. If one of them says no then just kind of like slyly, you know, like you have you have the the friendship with Eunice to know that she likes your brother. You obviously have the friendship with your brother to know if he likes her. So just find out if he likes her and then just tell him, hey, she likes you. Ask her out. And it's not a problem. Yeah. I did that with my friend and they're married now. They have two kids. So one thing that Eunice could do, she could go back to school. Oh, gosh. Have you ever had a crush so hard on someone that you re-enrolled in college three years after you no. graduated? Then you've never really loved no. Patrick. I will say that. No, that's true. <laughs> it is better to have loved and lost than to have never gone to college at all. Hmm. And just think about like this is every twenty-five-year-old's dream to go back to college. So you, could, oh yeah, you could think of the the worlds that are untapped for Eunice. I think, think of think of the savings. I think if Eunice is really interested, I don't think there's anything wrong, and it doesn't even matter. I mean, if you're 20, can you imagine being 20 and having a 25-year-old woman calling you and saying, what's up? What's good? I'd be like, whatever, no, I can't. whatever's up with you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It wouldn't, I don't know, maybe it would freak me out, but like, maybe in like a good way. It might freak me out, know? yeah. Like maybe in like a, ooh, yeah. you know, maybe there's something, maybe there's, maybe I've got something that I didn't know that I had. You know, I would, I mean, I would, I would freak out because it means, yeah, I'm getting married in the next two years. Like that's on the table, you know, because like yeah. a 25 year old doesn't have a lot of time to mess around. Sure. You know, right. They're, they're staring down the barrel of 30. And then once 30 hits, they're going to be like, yeah, TikTok. you know, but what's, but what's the 20 year old alternatives? You know, he dates another 20 year old woman. I mean, I guess, but like. <laughs> yes, that, that is, is the, the alternative. alternative. What are you talking about? Yeah, but any, what are any of them Eunice? That's an alternative, yeah. you know? I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I just feel like if I was a young buck and I was 20 and I was catching vibes from a 25-year-old, I'd be like, all right, let's see how this goes. Let's try. You know, let's try it out. So I think, I don't know, regardless of whether or not he likes you, I think you just go for it because you've got so much power. You're this adult woman 
you're cool yeah everyone is of a consenting age so there's nothing weird here but it's just like you drive a car you can drink you can drink you've got a lot of uh you've got a lot of you can rent a car you've got a lot that he doesn't have and so i think you you bring a lot to the table uh and so i don't know yeah just tell her to call him she has a crush tell her to call him go visit go to college go to a tailgate buy alcohol for him <laughs> Get him really drunk, kidnap him, make him your husband. <laughs> It'd be fun. <laughs> kind of cool. I don't oh, know. Oh man, yeah. Uh, this, is, this is cute. Yeah. I like this. I like the the. I have yeah, a crush have on my younger brother. That's kind of fun. That's cute. Yeah. I, I mean, you have two options, right? Like you can either find out if your brother likes her, and then if he does, tell her, or tell him. Mm-hmm. Actually, tell him. Be like, hey, she likes you. Do you want? She likes you too. Do you want to date her? Uh, and then, um, or your option is just tell her to do it and just make a move. Cause that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, that seems, that's Is there seems a way good. that you can invite them all to like a Christmas party or something, or maybe a 4th of July party? I know it's short notice and get them underneath the mistletoe. It's short notice. It'll yeah. just comes out that's the day point. after the 4th of July. Um, <laughs> I'll say <laughs> yeah, you could maybe a labor day party, you know, can you get them at a lake or something? Pump them full of alcohol and just get them to confess, you know? <laughs> Truth serum, we call Truth, it. Yeah, in vino veritas, right? In vino fertilization. No. <laughs> what? Well, I think in that case, a lot of kids have been born via IVF, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah, I'm an IVF baby in vino fertilization. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. I was, yeah, thank you. Yeah. I'm going to steal that and tweet it. Um, no. Is there a way that you can arrange like a meet cute, you know, where you like tell your brother like, hey, do some push-ups before you walk in. You tell Eunice like, hey, you know, put on your, your tightest fit. You're like, you're, you're look like the fittest bird that you can look like. And uh, Did you use gym slang on my Catholic podcast? <laughs> fit bird is a, is a, a UK thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. Nick's friends text him that like, yeah, I was I was lifting two plates with two bad birdies on either side. <laughs> I'm like, what are your friends saying to each other? He has, you what go language to, are you speaking? You, you go to the gym and he has two cans on either side of him, <laughs> and they're both they're both and screaming. They're, and, they're bad and they're both, birdies, and they're doing drugs and they're killing people. They're bad. And they're, they're commi- smoking. They're, doing they're smoking weed. Yeah, and they're and they're, they're transporting artifacts from israel back to the united states <laughs> oh jeez, yeah that's bad birdies right bad there birdies man i don't trust them all right you getting another question oh sure yeah that's a good one all right this one comes from a fella dear mr doctor good dr ethan all right. i hope you're well hey. because i'm not oh. <laughs> i'm in need some of that <laughs> stop right there we gotta work on your, uh, I on your introductions <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. I'm in need of some of that opposite gender advice. And no, not in a 2023 way, but like a 2012 way. I'm a full-time youth minister and I have no time to date. Wrong. Never mind actually go on the... Okay, I know I have no time to ask someone or go on dates. Every young adult event I go to, 
which is most of them, I'm working. Mm. So it tends to be weird to try and ask someone on a date. Additionally, I tend to be one of the youngest single men in attendance. I'm 27. To sum it up, I'm decent looking, broke youth minister with a B-plus sense of humor and a desire to outbreed the left. <laughs> That's a funny thing to say. In order to make America more red than a 1984 presidential election map. Help me, Dr. Ethan. You're my only hope. Uh, hey, have you heard of this guy named Timothy Gordon? He's got a really great app. You might want to check. <laughs> uh, you do have time. You have the same amount yeah, of time good. as everybody else who's ever gotten married. You just are choosing to prioritize your life differently. So you got to be honest yeah. with yourself. First, it's like you say you don't have time, but you do. You're just choosing to not take advantage of the time that you have. I you I promise you, you are not so busy that you don't have time to go on a date. Like, I know you're a youth minister, and I know that they're the most persecuted group in America right now, but you're not working 168 hours a week. You just aren't. You have time to sleep. You have time to eat. You have you have time to take an hour break, even in the middle of a work day, mm-hmm. to go on it. Like, you have time. So, like, let that lie filter out of your head. Yeah. And if you don't, you need to work less. Yes. You need to, you need to not, you need to not, you need to either be like, I don't know, there's part of, part of it you can control. You can be better at structuring your volunteers. So they're doing more of the work, which they will do if you ask them to, Mm -hmm. don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you, if like your, if your youth ministry is so big that you need, you're going on retreats every month because you're like running all these retreats, you need to make your parish hire someone to help you. Yeah. Or just do less. You yeah, know? and just be like, sorry, can't do it anymore. Yeah. yeah, it's like your youth ministry doesn't have to be the best in the country. It just needs to be like the kids aren't going to notice that you put in five hours fewer, you know, into life night. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to notice. Yeah. They're just happy to be there because they want to be with their friends. And the guys want to date the girls, and the girls want to hang out with the other girls, and that's why they're there. You know, and yes, they're also there for yeah. Jesus and they care. You know, all these things. But like at the end of the day, they're not coming because oh, our youth minister just puts in so many hours. That's not the reason yeah. that they come. So anyway, so let that let that lie out of your mind. Um, I, it's not weird to ask someone out at a young adult event if you're a young adult. It doesn't matter if you're working or not. Like that just feels, yeah. it feels like you're putting up a lot of arbitrary barriers for yourself as to why you cannot date and then pointing at those barriers and then saying, well, I mean, I'm good looking and I've got a good sense of humor and I want to, you know, have babies and all these things. So like, man, if only these things were not in the way, then I could, then yeah. I could date. It's like, well, those things actually aren't in the way. So you just have to like take the good things about yourself and then just start going. I think you might be afraid. I think you might be afraid of what happens if you try. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to be it's like, hard. oh, I don't want someone to think I'm weird. You know, I don't want to like, what if someone, I get it. You're running, you know. You're running a high school youth ministry. You're probably also running the young adult group. Mm-hmm. You're probably also running the middle school youth group. You know, you're like, I could meet people at the young adult group, but that would be weird, like, because I'm working. It's like, all right, look, let me be honest with you, man. If you're a young person and you're at a young adult group, you, I don't care if you work for the church, right. you're not working. The church is doing this for you. They just happen to be, you just happen to be organizing it. So, like, right. like reap the benefits of the young adult group that you're a part of. Yeah. You know, don't be afraid to do that. Like part of the young adult group is because young adults want to meet each other and get married. That's like a, that's, it's not utilitarian. It's just, just part of it. Community. Yeah. That's what happens in a community. Mm-hmm. 
So I would be surprised if people weren't meeting and getting married at young adult group. I would be thinking, that's interesting. That's strange. Why is that not happening? So why not you? My youth minister in high school. We met at young adult group. That's cute. My youth minister in high school started dating one of his volunteers and now they have children, you know, and they're like happily married. It's fine. And so it's like, it just, it doesn't matter. So let no one from HR is going to get mad at you. Yes. There's no HR department, right. obviously. Have you seen yeah, everything that's you, been happening in the last 10 years? to the church at all? I think you are placing a lot of arbitrary boundaries in front of yourself because you're afraid of what might happen if you try. And so I think you just need to let go of all of that, actually look at your schedule, Be actually peace. look at your calendar, and then say, I'm going to sacrifice this time of work, or I'm going to sacrifice this activity so that I can go on a date and I can set the time aside for a date yeah. and I'm going to get over myself and get over my fears. And the next time I'm in a room with a woman that I would like to take on a date, I'm going to just ask her and then just see how it goes, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I almost guarantee you that once you do that, all of those other things are just going to magically, you're going to find time to get the work done. You're going to yep. not see any difference in how people view you or treat you at the young adult events. Um, just stop. Don't stop worrying so much. You're fine. You're in your head too much. You got to get out of your head. Yeah. Don't worry about it, buddy. You're, you're, you're doing fine. great. Keep it up, man. All right. Next question. I got one from you today. Who? Me? That's crazy. I don't need any advice. Yeah. <laughs> that you texted me. One. Oh, yes. Um, Dr. Ethan, mm. help. No. So we got, we got time for it. We got time for two more, right? Because I have two more. Yeah, we got time for two more. All right. Dr. Ethan, help. Your answer to the net of love question on Wednesday was super relatable. I appreciate your truthful answer. Just curious, how would you change your answer if I, the uh, can you refresh my memory on what this was, I, the net of love? I don't remember. You don't remember? Yep. Oh, no. I think it ben? was like the person from net is coming back and they like maybe went oh, on a yeah. date before but wanted to go on a date again and weren't sure what to do. I think that was what it was. Okay. How would your answer change if I, the woman, have a crush on a man? We met last summer, remained friends, and are now back in the same city. We see each other two to three times a week after work, usually for a CYA event at church. I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? Catholic young adult. Really? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sometimes I can't tell if he's flirty or just friendly. He doesn't reply to my text urgently. Yeah, that's a big that's a big red flag, personally. <laughs> just kidding. Um, so my guess is that he feels platonic. I just started my full-time job. He will finish his last year of school. Next semester, he'll be in China which is very far away. <laughs> yes. Um, should I say something about my feelings? Wait for him to make the move. He's the kind of guy to, to feel men should move first. So could I tell him like I like him without making the first move for context? I've never dated anyone before. Thanks. Hmm. I wouldn't read too much into the texting thing. Um, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not every guy is good at texting. Um, even if they like someone I know. Right. So I I think you can't. I like you, and I'm bad at texting you, Ethan. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I wouldn't worry too much about the texting thing. I think, I mean, if you see him multiple times, and you feel like he's flirting, like I don't know, I feel like it's really difficult as a guy to. Like if I am in a group, like a young adult group, and I'm going to multiple events a week, I'm not going to repeatedly hang around a woman that I don't like spending time with, you know? Like, yeah. 
Yeah. Like, I'm not going to just... Three times a week? Three times a week, and, like, you guys That's are having enough conversations that you feel like he's flirting with you. Like, when you're in a group of 20 people, you kind of have to go out of your way to be with someone of the opposite gender. You know what I mean? Like, guys will mm. naturally gravitate towards guys. Girls will naturally gravitate towards girls, unless there is some, like, link. So there's, like, a boyfriend or a girlfriend, or there's, like, people who like each other, you know? Otherwise, mm. like, if none of the guys like none of the girls, and there's no attraction between any of the 10 of each gender, then they're just going to stay in guys and girls, which is fine, you know? But the fact that, like, he's crossing the boundary, he's making the move. Oh, yeah. I don't know. that To me, that says that there's he's, like, putting in some type of effort in these two to three times a week things to talk to you and to be around you. Because, like, I don't know, when I was single and I didn't, if I didn't like a girl, I just wouldn't talk to her and I wouldn't use my jokes on her. Like I wouldn't, I just wouldn't waste time. I just wouldn't waste my time. <laughs> you know, it's like, I gotta, if I, if I knew if I, if I was catching vibes from her, I would avoid her. Yes, actually. And they would never take the hint. Yes, dude. This is, this yeah. is actually a huge fact that I think a lot of girls don't know, which is if a, a guy picks up that a girl likes him, which is a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's easier to tell than you think because, I think we're on hyper. Well, this one, this one, this one sat on my lap, so that was oh. obvious. Yeah, I think we have hyper awareness for, like, when a girl that we know that we definitely don't like likes us. You know, I think that's the one time that yeah. guys' radars yeah. are activated. Are like, oh no, and they're like, oh yeah. frick, I have to make sure that this is not reciprocated at all, and so I'm going to, oh, yeah. I'm going to be very platonic. Whereas when it's like a girl that we actually like, we're so wrapped up in our hormones and our whatever that we can't even see straight, you know, so it's different, right? Yep. So I think he probably knows that you like him and he's probably going out of his way to spend time with you. He's probably thinking about the China thing. China. China. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Love China. (laughs) Oh, big fan of China. Why is he going to China when he could be suspicious? Suspicious. So think about that. That's suspicious. Think about that if you want to, that's weird. And marry a lib, liberal communist, um, or commie. I don't think China is a reason to not date someone. <laughs> <laughs> just as a, I agree. Just as a concept, I think we should allow China to exist, and then we should also date people. You say that he's the type of man that sh- wants to make the first move. You don't know that. Um, I think it's t- perfectly fine. You're young adult. You're going to young adult group. You're probably 25. You're 24. He's probably 23. Go to him and be like, hey, I know you're going to China. Um, I'm really going to miss you. Oh, I want to have your kids. Oh. Okay. Nope. Sorry. Let me workshop that. Not do that. I know you're going to China and they're known for their manufacturing. Would you like to, mm-hmm. and their large population, would you like to manufacture a large population <laughs> with me? With me. Right? Uh-huh. I think that's... Would you like to contribute yeah. to global carbon emissions right. by making baby with me? Um, I, I know you're going to China, and I know they have a one-child policy. Crazy thing about me, I don't have that policy. <laughs> so maybe we hang out so and we maybe, we, maybe we break some policies together you know there's lots of things you could say is what i'm trying to get at there's yeah. lots of lines oh, that yeah. you could use um mm-hmm. 
uh, bring it up. Don't be afraid to bring it up. I think it's no, I think it's okay because then worst case he goes to China, he dies, and then you know that like he didn't like you, so it's fine and you can get over it pretty quickly. Yeah, because if he died, if he liked you, he wouldn't have died. Yeah, if he liked you, he wouldn't he wouldn't die in China like an idiot, <laughs> stupid like an idiot. American. <laughs> Come on. What do you think? You have any other thoughts right. on that? No, that's all my thoughts. I think if he's the kind of guy who thinks that guys should ask girls out, maybe he should do it before you have to. Right. It's like, hey. Oh, you think guys should ask girls out? Tough. You're not doing it. So right. Hey, the only reason I'm saying this to you is because you haven't done it yet. So. Yeah. All right. This one's a long one. Okay. Old Testament names. So it's a bit long. Sorry. I'm sending it via email so as not to clog up the Dating Corner channel on Discord. Sure. My name is... I don't... Should I, I... Okay. My name is Ellie. I have a dating dilemma. Here's some backstory you need to know. There's a guy I grew up with. We'll call him Ezra. He's at my church. I've always had a crush on him. Never been a serious crush. More of a he's cute guy, church at my age kind of crush. Over the years, our parents... We, we, we know those well. Yes. I've had several of those. It's never been a serious crush. Over the years, our parents grew from being polite acquaintances to friends, but Ezra and I have always been that polite high bye as we arrive or leave mass, mostly because I spent my high school years awkward and insecure. Look, come on. Come on. Well, we Fast forward to present day. I'm almost 30, and I moved away from home five years ago. He's also moved away from our hometown. I rarely see him because of this. Honestly, he hasn't crossed my mind, and he doesn't think of me except... When I'm on TV, okay. Uh, that one was for that one was for Madeline. <laughs> you do a Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah, I did a Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, Ezra's, however, past weekend, past weekend, I saw him for the first time in a couple of years. Ezra's parents invited my parents to a party because I was back in town for the week. I figured I would tag along. To my surprise, Ezra was there too. Mm. Our parents and siblings, and Ezra and I, spent the whole evening chatting, Ooh. catching up. First of all, Ezra was just as handsome as mm. I remember, maybe Ooh, even more so. Ooh. Wow. I also learned he's funny and kind mm. has a great job yes. lives in a town is six foot two and could beat up elon musk she didn't say okay. that i'm just kidding that's lives in a town about four hours away from me and is single my mom asked him and then his mom asked me if i was single great so they're sitting in this group yeah. conversation and mom goes oh ezra are you dating anyone no and then ezra's mom goes oh by the way ellie are you dating anyone that's crazy that's so wild <laughs> i can't believe that we had this party that's, that's totally not planned that's so much in common yeah. oh my gosh that's funny it was definitely planned. Are you kidding me? From day one. That's so funny. Yeah. That's so funny. Uh, despite knowing him and his family since I was in middle school, this is the most we ever talked, and I really enjoyed talking to him. I found myself wanting to get to know him more by the end of the evening. I also felt like he was looking at me quite a Ooh. bit. My sister later confirmed. She knows, dude, it is so on. It is, is so on. Honestly, W parents right now. This is huge right now. from the parents. Dude, four hours is also nothing, yeah. all right? Come on, you guys got history. Mm. That's a cute story. Mm. You know, like, that's I love it. Unfortunately, he left our hometown first thing Sunday morning. He died I didn't have an opportunity China. to... <laughs> I didn't have an opportunity to ask him if he wanted to hang out again. As we said goodbye, we gave each other a longer hug than usual. He kept his hand on the small of my back. Whoa, whoa, what's all this color commentary? Jeez. Holy cow. Holy cow. <laughs> a little warm in here all of a sudden. Goodness gracious. As he said, it was this nice a, to see me cue the butterflies. family-friendly podcast, man. Yeah, get out of here with your smut, <laughs> Stephanie Meyer. Come on. 
Cue the butterflies, she said. I've spent the last couple of days feeling silly for missing someone I don't know much and regretting not asking for his number. He didn't ask for mine, which my sister said maybe he was nervous to ask for it in front of our families, but who really knows why he didn't ask? My sister suggested we look him up on Instagram, but couldn't find a profile. Based. So finally, as an have social media. So finally, here's my question. Would it be too much if I asked my mom to give his mom my number? Not at all. No. Do it. No. It feels silly doing that because we're both 29, but our moms are the only connection I have to possibly get his info. Or should I wait until I possibly see him or his parents again at mass and pass him a number along then? No. Maybe I should just leave it. And it's a simple crush. Uh, part of me thinks if he was interested in me, he would have asked for my contact info. Do you know? Let me know what you think is the best course of action, Ellie. Guys are so stupid. That he probably here's here's what was going through his mind. Hey, this might be weird if I ask like my family friend's daughter for her number in front of my parents, and I don't want to deal with my parents going. And so I'm just not going to ask for it because the embarrassment for my parents is so large that I just don't want to deal with it. So probably what he's thinking is the next time I see yeah. her and I can get her away, I'll ask for it or I'll friend her on Facebook. and Yeah, or something, or something like, like that, that, yeah. So that's probably what he was thinking. Um, I think pass the number along because then he'll have it. And then if he doesn't reach out to you, then you'll know that it's not, it's not his thing, right? But between the looking and the hugging and the smut, I think that there is a good chance that <laughs> yeah. that he's somewhat interested and he's single and you're single and you have history. Like, I don't know. This to me feels like not a slam, no not a slam dunk. Cause you never know with six, two handsome men. I mean, it's true. I've, we are I've had my heart broken many times by this type <laughs> of guy. And, uh, but yeah, just pass it along. There's no, there's no harm in it. No harm in it at all. No, not embarrassing. Not weird. I I would. I'm all for not waiting. Don't wait. Take action now because he could die. On mainland, on mainland China. China. <laughs> this is cute though. It's a cute. And if story. you're interested in a guy, if you're interested in a guy who dies on mainland China, the one child policy applies to you, and you're only allowed to have one child. So wait, is that true? No. Oh. Sorry, I'm very convincing. Yeah, you are. That's one thing that I, I've noticed about I, you is that you convince me. I've had to stop. I've had to stop doing that kind of joke to my wife because she'd be like, "Really?" And I'd be like, "No, I'm sorry." And she'd be like, "Patrick, I told you to stop doing that." Yeah, I do that to Emma also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not it's good. tough because it's just like this is why our wives get along because they deal with the same. They crap. really do. The problem is, yeah. is that I don't do. I don't just do it with Emma. I do it when there's other people over, and so the joke. The joke is for me because the the funny thing is, is that Emma knows that I'm joking, but other people don't. And so the, the funny part is that she's annoyed with me and that those people believe what I'm saying. So I'm like, I, I get to kind of be like a little social puppet master. A little puppet like master, yeah. And before she jumps in and goes, he's joking. He's like not telling the truth. And then they go, oh. And then they're kind of dismayed and she's annoyed and I'm just happy. Like that's the, that's, the, <laughs> that's what I really like. You're more like, you're more like a, a social, not puppet master, but tarantula, you know, sucking all the juices out of, out of the social Do situation. Do tarantulas suck juice? Probably. I thought they spun webs. I don't know. They're always on the ground. I don't know. Do tarantulas spin webs? If you got bit by a radioactive tarantula, would you get webs shooting out of your butt, or would you just crawl on the ground a lot? You would uh, get a multi-film franchise, probably. 
the first thing that you see when you look up tarantula is a guy hold is guys holding tarantulas. Disgusting. That is silly. That is silly. A large group of often hairy spiders in the family of Therophosidae. As of August 2022, a thousand species have been identified. Um, it's ridiculous. Uh, like all arthropods, they're invertebrate. Who cares? Do they? I want to know if they spin webs. Sexual dimorphism. Okay. All right. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Uh, they can. I guess they can switch. Do spiders. of course they tarantula spin, webs. spin? Do they? But I've never. Have you ever seen a, a tarantula web? I haven't seen a tarantula until a couple days. Tarantulas ago. don't spin typical spider webs. They have silk. They spin silk. And they just poop silk. Okay. They don't spin webs. They kind of drag a trail of silk behind them. Yeah. Yeah, they don't catch their prey in webs. Man, I don't want to talk about tarantulas anymore. I really don't. What do you want to talk I about? I like them. <laughs> I... We got to talk about some kind of spider. You want to talk about wolf spiders instead? No, I just... How about a brown recluse? The whole arachnophobic, arachna, arachnid... Uh, area of conversation is is off limits for me now you're really gonna be arachnophobic i will on the last day of pride month <laughs> yes i, I will well thank you all for listening um you can follow us on instagram at the crunch cast you can also follow this podcast to get a an episode three episodes a week on Sunday, we solve the world's problems. On Wednesday, we solve your problems. And on Friday, for our Patreon, we solve our problems. So you can bo- join us on Patreon for a bonus podcast on Friday, and you'll get access to our 40-episode back catalog and every bonus podcast we do from here to Kingdom Come. You'll get three Crunch episodes a week. That's the main show, Dating Corner, and the bonus podcast, all for $10 a month. Not to mention, we get a little explicit on the bonus podcast. So if you, oh, if yeah. you like us and you want us and you want to hear us really let loose. My when we came when I came downstairs from last week's the the bonus podcast we posted on Friday, my wife was like, "You were mad." And I was like, "Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got mad. Yeah, I got mad this Patrick week." Patrick was mad. So you want to check it out. patreon.com/crunch the place to be. Ethan. Yep. Do you have anything else for the people? If you go to mainland China, don't let them take you away. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We will be praying for you, and we will see you all next time.